You're listening to Parenting Unplugged. It's the podcast where we talk all things parenting tweens and pre-tweens. Oh my lordy, it's the age where our bubs literally grow up overnight in front of our eyes. They ask for the phone, they see things and hear things we're not ready for them to and they are going through so, so many changes. But what they need most is our understanding and our love. So come with us on a journey as we find out all about growing up and parenting in today's world. Going to school, puberty, periods, sex ed, gaming, friendships, social media, and so much more. Little Rockers Radio recently started working with Modi Body. They're one of our purpose partners. And as part of this partnership, we sent about 350 pairs of period underwear over to Kenya for um, girls in the One Heart Village over there. Period poverty is a huge issue, not just in Australia, but in other parts of the world, including Kenya. And also as part of our partnership, we're doing this interview series on girls and periods. When will my daughter first get her period? How do we talk to our daughters about periods? How do we talk to our sons about periods? Uh, And for single dads and two dad families, how do dads talk to their daughters about periods as well? So keep an eye out over the next four episodes, we will be talking all things periods and hopefully it will help you in your conversations. Today we're catching up with Kath from Sex Ed Rescue and we're finding out everything about our daughters and periods. Hi Kath, can I start off today's interview with a a basic question, Uh, when will my daughter first get her period? Well, the average age is actually 12 to 13, but that's only the average age. (laughs) So some girls can be early as 10 and some or even nine and some can be old as 15. Right and is there any correlation between when mum first got her period and when your daughter will get hers? Yes there is. There's a very good chance that if you were late that your daughter will be late but that's not always true because there's also the father's gene pool as well so that can sway it as well. So it's usually if you're late, your daughter will be late, but there are cases, and I see it a lot more than you believe, where the kid is a complete opposite. Right. So yes, maybe, but anything could happen. Basically, it's a rough guide, but not accurate. And what are the changes or signs that show when your daughter may soon get her period? I break it down to three signs. There's lots of surveys on Google, like you go Google, you know, signs of the first period and there's these surveys with heaps and heaps of questions, but I think they're just clickbait because you break it down to basically three things. So first thing they usually get, or first or second, is they get breasts and they get some sort of hair. Um, So by hair, it can be pubic hair, so down below on the outside of their vulva, and or it can be armpit hair. So some girls will have armpit hair first, and then some will have have pubic hair, Um, or it can be breasts as well. Um, Some girls will start growing breasts first but then others will get hair first. So it's never black and white. It's different for everyone. There's lots of shades of grey in there. And then the other thing, and this is the last sign, is vaginal discharge. And this is the one that is the most 
It's the hardest sign to predict because there's a couple of different types of vaginal discharge and it can start really early. Like I've known girls at the age of seven or eight to complain that they feel wet down below and they think they're peeing their pants but they're actually getting vaginal discharge that's the vagina keeping itself clean. But then as they're getting closer to periods, the discharge can change because it's then the uterus getting ready for baby making I guess you could say and then they get a different sort of um, discharge so that one is really hard to predict or to spot and that's not something I mean we were talking before this interview that's not something I had ever thought of discussing with my daughter it just never crossed my mind but I guess it's something I will talk to her about now how do we actually start these conversations with our daughters Great question, and it depends. Like, for example, my daughter, because we talk about absolutely everything, and she knew that we, you know, we sit at the dinner table and we talk about penises. Um, so because she knew that we were already talking about stuff, for me it was a her saying, hey, Mum, I feel like I'm peeing my pants all the time. So then it was like, oh, hang on, vaginal discharge. So I talked about the fact that just like, you know, our mouths are wet and we get earwax, that our vaginas keep themselves clean as well and they make a white liquid um, or it can be a clear liquid or even yellow so for girls it can be they often find it when they go to the toilet so they might wipe and think I've peed myself but there's nothing there or it's just clear liquid or they look at the crutch of their pants and they can if you put your fingernail on it you can flake off little bits of dry powdery stuff so they'll notice that their undies are crusty and it really scares them they really don't like it at all because they think that there's something wrong with them and it's this whole thing about when change happens if you don't know about what's coming your way it can be quite scary but if you know that it's quite normal it's less scary yeah, okay. So if your daughter is between 10 and 13 or 14, it's not really a one-off conversation where you say, okay, sweetheart, we need to talk. It's really an ongoing conversation that we start from a much younger age. Yes, you can. Um, and there's lots of little things you can do. It's little things like I remember the first time when I had my period and I forgot to flush the toilet and one of the kids went into the bathroom and found it. They opened the toilet to go and there's all this blood because I think I was using a menstrual cup at the time. And um, I remember this cry, Mum, Mum, there's blood in the toilet. Someone's bleeding. And then having to explain to my daughter, I think she was four at the time, that, oh, no, I have blood that you know comes out of my vagina once a month and it's what happens to all women and it'll happen to you one day. I was like, oh, okay. Um, little things like going to the supermarket and getting the kids to pack things away and throwing a packet of pads to your son and saying, hey, mate, can you put these in the bathroom? And he might go, oh, what are these? You'll go, oh, they're pads for when I have my period. And he might go, oh, what's a period? And then you explain. Little things like that can help. Um, also there's a fantastic book this is my favourite book my daughter I read it to her from the age of four because I bought it and she found it and loved it um, Hair in Funny Places by Babette Cole it's a sort of book that is so funny but it makes kids really excited about puberty they think it's this great adventure that's going to happen and it's just a lovely way to start introducing that fact that one day their body is going to start changing yeah, but mm -hmm. sorry, as you said before, the best approach is to have it as a natural, you know, a conversation you have from the very beginning. But a lot of parents don't think about it until puberty happens because that's when our parents spoke to us. So it's sort of one of those conversations we don't really think about. 
until we start to see breasts growing and then it's like, oh, we better talk about periods. Better have that chat, yeah. Can, can I ask you about sanitary items? I remember really struggling with this when I was younger. What's your advice to mums of young girls first getting their periods? Get them happening early. So, for example, it could be something as simple as letting them look at the products that you use for yourself, but also remembering that some of us as mums, we don't actually have periods anymore because we might have an IUD or we might have the implant in our arm or so we may not always have products ourselves. So it can be something as simple as walking them down the pad aisle yourself and picking some products with them or you just buying stuff. Now, back in our day, it was those horrible bloody, I call them surfboards because they were so Mm -hmm. thick and they they were the sort of pads that when you wore them, if you wore tight pants, you could see the outline of them. Luckily now, they're not like that. Um, Mm -hmm. They're a lot more absorbent and they're a lot thinner. But nowadays, girls can use cloth pads or they can use disposable. You can get um, eco ones that don't have bleaches and um, perfumes in them and also period pants. I'm such a huge fan of period pants. They are just wonderful. And that's a new thing that a lot of us don't know about. So do you know what those are, the period pants? I do, yes. As our partner, funnily enough, is Moddy Body. But it is something that um, was relatively new to me and now I'm converted. Yeah, period pants are just wonderful. So basically what they are are a pair of underpants with a pad in them, so it's inbuilt. Now, some parents will make their own period pants um, for their kids, but you can buy them. And the Moddy Body ones are the ones that I've used myself, and um, I've got them for my daughter. I'm one of these people who... um <laughs> I do tests on products, so I've got three or four different brands, so I'll wait until I've got my period, and then I'll put a pair of the pants on, and I'll weigh them before, and I'll weigh them after, because if you want to get period pants, you want to know how much they're actually going to hold before they leak, and I actually found that the Moddy Body ones were the best ones. They held a lot of blood before they started um, getting leaking, and if they did leak, it was only around the elastic leg. So period pants are really good. Why I get excited about them is girls worry that when they're going to get their first period that it's going to happen, first of all, on a day at school. It's going to happen at the start of the day and it's going to bleed everywhere so they're going to stand up and the back of their skirt will be covered in blood. This is their big fear um, and this is what they think is going to happen. So they worry and some of them will start wearing pads every day for months before because they're just so worried about bleeding through and everyone knowing and never being able to go to school again. So why I like period pants is if you've got a girl who's anxious and some are more anxious than others, you can actually get them to wear the period pants as a daily thing and then they sort of know that if it's going to happen, they're going to be covered, they're going to be fine. They're just like a band-aid, it just gives them that extra confidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the only thing I'd suggest with young girls is that I've heard horror stories of young girls who've only been having a period for about a year, not even that, but they'll use period pants and they'll be, because they don't know how much they're bleeding and how to manage, like, you know, we know ourselves how long we can wear a pad for or a tampon before we start leaking on which day, because we've had years of practice, but the girls, when they're first starting, they'll put a pair of these pants on and think it will last all day, and then they get leaking through, so so my only thing is that I suggest that if girls are using period pants with their period is to still use a pad just until they get used to what their period does because it just saves them from those embarrassing 
situations, which shames them for life. It's it's scars, period leaks. I don't think any woman forgets a leak of a period. And are there any other common questions you receive that I haven't asked today? Um, main one is how old will they be? Vaginal discharge, that's the one that confuses them the most. So I've got a little quiz that they can do which sort of says, you know, how old was mum? Is she got earlier? There's a chance you might be earlier. Then I ask a mention about pubic hair or armpit hair, breasts growing. Um, so, and then vaginal discharge. So most of them will say, I've got all that, but they haven't got the right kind of vaginal discharge. And vaginal discharge can change a couple of times. So it has, it can sometimes go through two or three different changes before it's the right type for a period. So that can be tricky as well. So a lot of them get confused about that. So they think that they're ready for a period, but they've still got a couple of years to go. And mm. breast growth. Some girls can have a period with quite large breasts and some will start a period with just budding so it's it's just there's, there's no sort of gold standard it's so different and I think that's why it makes it so frustrating for girls because they say well I've got my pu- I've got pubic hair I've got breasts I've got discharge why hasn't my period started you know what's wrong with me mm. so it's a hard one because there's no sort of way to predict exactly when it's going to happen even cramping some girls can have cramping and then you think oh okay this is the uterus starting to get ready period will start in a couple of months a year later still no period so the body it's so it's a different experience for every girl anyone who's listening who wants more information on these topics they can go to sexedrescue.com and also find some links on your youtube page yeah, yeah, that's my website. Yeah, I've got a um, puberty page there now and I've just spent the last month updating everything on that page so that there's a lot, yeah, it's a lot easier to find information. Yeah, and I've got that YouTube channel there. It is a little bit like the Wild West though, um, my YouTube channel. I try to keep it clean, um, but I the videos I target from the age of eight to about originally 12 but I've got a lot of teenagers on there as well and um, it's worth having a look at just to look at the comments the questions that people are asking and you can see the information that they're being exposed to and how they're struggling to make sense of it yeah it's enlightening but it's also a little bit scary that was Kath from sex ed rescue talking to us about first periods This podcast is brought to you by Modibody, reusable leak-proof undies, the environmentally friendly alternative to disposable pads and tampons. Modibody are a station support partner for Little Rockers Radio.